Welcome to That's My Personal Business, where we are pulling back the curtain on all things personal, all things business, and all things in between. Every Monday, we're hopping into your headphones to help you skip the learning curve by hearing from industry professionals, including myself. I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach who now gets to lead hundreds of creative entrepreneurs in building lives of artistic growth, wealth, and freedom. And now it's time for you to do the same. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. It is so hot. That's the intro. It is so hot. I like went outside to take Cora for a walk and came back and had to like completely change my entire outfit, even though I barely honestly wore clothes out. And it's just tough, you know, like I get so excited for summer. I love summer. I love the energy of it. Summers in New York are crazy. If anyone tells you otherwise, they're lying. They're still in their romanticizing era. Even when I did live in my romanticizing era, though, these summers are brutal. Like it's it's this hot, sticky heat that feels like you're doing hot yoga, but at the subway station. And it's a lot. And I feel like I just needed to get that off my chest that it's 10 million degrees here and it's hard to operate like a normal living person. But anyway, all of that being said, Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. We are on episode three of five of the brand series, and I'm just excited to keep this train rolling. Like, we have already had such an amazing interview. We already had a great first episode. We have such an amazing episode next week talking about comparison fatigue and imposter syndrome. So, I'm just excited. I'm pumped. Uh, We have like there's just such good plans for the month of August. And I think Taylor Swift would be proud. And that means a lot to me, even though I've, I'm the one that declared that no one else has, you know, said that to me, but I'm saying it to myself and I feel really good about it. But I'm trying to think of what else is new to update you guys on. Not much. I, when you're listening to this, I believe I will be in England, which is really exciting. My mom is from England. I haven't seen my family, like my extended family that lives there in a couple years. So I'm going for 10 days and I'm just like, so excited to get out of the city for a moment, um, see my family, spend time with family. I don't have any family that lives in New York. Um, the closest family I have here is my family in England or my family in Utah, which everyone knows neither of those places are close. So I'm just excited. I get to spend time with like all my favorite loved ones. So it's going to be magical. So if you're not following along on Instagram, come follow along. But anyway, let's go ahead. Let's get into today. We're obviously talking about branding this month because Calling All Brands is back. Our fan favorite, my personal favorite course I think that we have. Um, It's back open for the second and last time this year. So if you are interested in making this the era and the chapter of an amazing personal brand that not only makes you have more fun, but makes you more money, We'll have the link for you in the show notes, obviously. But today we are going to be talking about five ways to make your brand more profitable. We're going to, you know, address the ins and outs of branding another time when it comes to, you know, how it's going to bring you more fulfillment. We have dozens of episodes on that. But today I want to talk about like five distinct things that you can do, five ways to make your brand help you make more money. And branding is so fun because it really is twofold. Even if you focus on these things to start earning more money, you're also going to be more personally fulfilled just because you're stepping more into alignment with who you are, what you want your business to be. And that's why I love talking about branding so much. It's like more money, more fun, more happiness, please. That's the holy trinity. So let's go ahead and get started. And let's first 
go with separating yourself from the competition. The first way to make your brand more profitable is to separate yourself from the competition. And there's honestly no better time than this. I've been having so many discussions lately with friends, with business owners, even with my team, with my clients about the fact that like, it's a rougher economy right now, right? Like pockets are a little bit tighter. People are a little less willing to splurge right now. Alina, one of the members of our team was even talking to me the other day about how like she went to a restaurant and they were talking about how like usually summer is their craziest season and it's been a little bit slower this year just because of the economy. And that can be scary, right? But when things get scary, yes, we should feel it out. We should sit in it. And then we get to think of the solution and the solution for a tighter wallet economy is by figuring the solution is figuring out how to make your product or service seem like a good place to put their money right to put the consumer's money in um your clients need to know that putting their money in you is going to be a really really good investment at this time that they might be holding on to the dollar a little bit more so that means separating yourself from the competition because let's say they're ready to invest in someone like you like your niche whether that's you know a wedding photographer or a florist or I literally just booked a photographer for glamour shots for my dog and I'm so excited and it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever done and I'm so stoked and how (laughs) how did I decide to spend that amount of money when yeah things are tighter I pay a lot of rent here in New York City I have to be a little bit more mindful of my money the reason I was able to make that decision on like even though this isn't a necessity this is somewhere I something I want and the reason I want it is because the photographer that I hired is that's like their specialty they do these crazy 80s gel colorful like pet portraits with owners and I was like I've never seen anything like this I have to book this like I've never seen anything like that and that's because that photographer separated themselves from the competition I had never seen anything like it so right now where the economy is a little bit scarier where people are a little bit tighter with their wallets if they are thinking about hiring someone within your niche It now comes down to you to think of your brand and to really get specific on it and then start communicating it in a way that separates you from the competition. Why are you different from everyone else in your niche? What do you bring to the table? What is your personality like that maybe other people can't offer? What is something about your craft that maybe people don't offer? What is something about your business or your service or your product that people don't even know about yet, right? This is kind of where ideal clients and really calling into existence our dream jobs comes into play because you might have something that you've been dreaming of working on or a work or a product that you've been dreaming of bringing to life and are too scared to when in reality there might be this whole subsection of the market looking for that thing and they're just not able to hire you because you're not talking about it so that is number one to making your brand and your business more profitable start separating yourself from the competition you don't want to look like everyone else otherwise you're not going to get hired they're probably going to get hired if they're cheaper than you and trying to be cheaper than your competition because you all look the same quick race to the bottom I promise so start thinking of the ways that you can separate yourself from the competition because that's when you get to start charging whatever you want okay step number two for making your brand more profitable using your personality to sell one of the best things that I have ever done in my business ever (laughs) was starting to treat my business account like I do my personal Instagram so like let's speak specifically in terms of social media and Instagram I have a personal account it's where I let myself show up like no holds bar (laughs) um you know it's 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 definitely more personal it's where I share my people it's where I share what I'm up to on the weekends and while I'm not going to share like all the ins and outs of that on my professional account because I value like my people's privacy 
privacy. Um, if you followed me on Instagram for a while, you know that like I don't show my friends. I don't show my family. It's just a personal boundary I have. Um, like I'll share what we're doing and I'll even share photos of like their body, but you're like really almost never going to see their face. And that's just my own personal rule. Um, however, when I stopped posting on my like personal account stories as much and challenged myself to share those snippets of like my life and what I'm up to and things that I've been loving lately or books and start putting that onto my work account we saw such a huge shift in our business every single time I get more personal on my Instagram I get more inquiries um, we always see a giant spike in my coaching um, my coaching like inquiries and sales when I show up to talk about like how I'm feeling what I'm doing in my life what you know I look like as a business owner but also a human being because I think those two things are so intertwined hence the podcast um, but we obviously talked about this a lot last week with Carly May talking about the process of self-portrait and showing up so if you didn't listen to that episode skip back to last week's as well Carly May had such good advice on this as well as showing up and like starting to take self-portraits in a really easy and digestible way because that can be really intimidating for people so please go look at that but start thinking of ways that you can like genuinely show your personality to people if they're going to be spending a lot of money on you especially if you're a service provider they're going to want to make sure that you guys like have things in common you get along um they like your personality especially if you're in the wedding industry that is such a beautiful intimate relationship whether you like it or not like even if you are a more impersonal you know, like less emotional vendor on a wedding day, you're still someone that's spending the like biggest day of people's lives with them. So they need to make sure that they get along with you. So start showing your personality because that's going to be a huge sell. One of the girls in my becoming program, <laughs> she literally inquired with me for becoming when I posted this video of me in the car, like jamming to 2000s pop and like my phone kept dropping. It was like the most chaotic video ever. And I nearly scrapped it. And then I was like, fuck it that's literally just the biggest epitome of me I posted it and she was like honestly that was like the final push to hiring you because I knew you were someone that I would like get along with and like that's the kind of personality I want to be and like show on my business page so I want someone that understands that so that is your sign sign number two use your personality to sell Okay, number three, the third way to make your brand more profitable is providing a trusted brand experience before they pay you and I this is like something that I could do like 20 podcast episodes on because I think it's so crazy important. If you are expecting people to invest in you and invest a lot of money in you, right? Like if you charge more than $100, which I'm assuming you do, you should if you listen to this podcast, um, you need to give them an opportunity to learn what working with you is like before they work with you. This is one of my biggest like, red flags to look for in other service providers. This is one of the biggest things I talk about when people are looking to invest in a coach. Um, but this even comes down to people like photographers. You need to be willing to provide a branded experience, a branded relationship, a um, sense of help and care before people even pay you. Otherwise, you're just doing it for the money. And that's Evie Skeevy. You probably shouldn't be here if you're doing this just for the money. This is not your space. Like around here, <laughs> around here in the Eden Strader world, we love doing what we do. And we would do it even honestly if it was free and capitalism died. And so because of that, 
I truly believe that you should love what you do so much that it's easy to show up for free, right? I don't make money off this podcast, but like I love knowing that I can help you guys in ways where the barrier to entry is lower. I love that I can provide ways that are more equitable in the education world. Like I spend tons and tons of time. I pay tons and tons of money to my team to edit, record, market the podcast. And that's because I love doing it. And that's how you should feel about your job, no matter what that is. You should be giving a personal and branded experience before they hit contact, before they hit purchase. How can you help them, inspire them, connect with them before they even have the chance to pay you? And they might pay you in a week or they might pay you in like five years. I have had people that booked me like for becoming my highest package ever after like watching a webinar once. And I've also had people that sat in my realm for like five years before they paid something. And even if people never pay me, maybe you literally just don't have access to spend the money that it takes to work with me one-on-one. I'm just happy you're here. I'm happy that we can have a connection in any way, right? And so I want you to think and like brainstorm on like, how can I let people get to know my brand? How can I inspire them, help them, show up for them, connect with them? when they're not even my client yet? Like, how can I build this really genuine relationship with the people in my realm of the internet, my corner of the internet, before they have the chance to pay me? Which leads me to number four. The fourth way to make your brand more profitable is to make a client experience that is personal to you. And we can talk about this till the cows come home. I'm really happy I got to say cows on the podcast. I don't talk about cows here enough, you guys. I love cows. Okay. We can talk about this till the cows come home, but a client experience is so much more than like contract invoice emails showing up the day of. You should, especially as you start moving into a higher price point, I get that you might not have the time and energy to give every single one of your clients like 20 hours of your time when you're charging $100 for a photo shoot. But like as you grow your business and you're expecting people to invest in you, you should be providing a beautiful, intentional, personal and branded client experience. And if you're not at the place yet where you can do that one-on-one and like really show up energetically and like with your time, there's also automations, right? Like think of all of the touch points that people have within an experience with you down to even just like getting receipts, being sold, the way that you answer DMs, the way that you answer comments, um, when they're literally working with you. Yeah. Again, receipts, but like automations, do you check in with them every once in a while? Do you follow up with them to see how they're liking the product? Do you give them tips and tricks throughout the service experience? Like think of all of the ways that you can have conversations with them. Think of the, you know, maybe the questions that your clients ask frequently. Can you make a little PDF that goes out to them? Like four weeks after they book, that's not going to take any more time from you if you automate that. However, it's going to create this really beautiful and branded experience. So I want you to sit down, think of these, these values that your brand encompasses, that you encompass as a human, and then write out all the little touch points that your clients have when working with you, even down to, again, things like receipts or emails. And then look at those two lists and think to yourself, how can I make these tangible touch points encompass these values? How can I meld them? How can I bring them together so that they're getting those brand values, they're getting those brand feelings while going through an experience with me? Because there is no, (laughs) truly, no marketing tool quite like word of mouth. And you know when you like want to go to a coffee shop or actually no, let's not talk coffee shop. Let's talk like 
your oil needs to get changed or like you're going to the post office. If you look at reviews for those things, no one's leaving a good review for like getting your oil changed or like going to the post office. Like the only people that are going to post reviews there are the people that are mad and had a horrible experience, but it's genuinely going to taint any good reviews you do see or any good reviews you've heard about because there will be so many bad ones and like not to say if you don't have a good client experience that they're going to have a bad experience but they could like I a huge turning point for me with my client experience was like several years ago I sent out an anonymous survey to past clients and like had them you know expand and share their thoughts and rate like all these different things about working with me and one of the pieces of feedback that I got as far as like experience goes is they were like I honestly expected like a gift or like more interaction with you considering the price point we paid um and that wasn't a bad experience necessarily they didn't have anything like hugely negative to say like they were like we loved our photos we still loved our experience but that would be like the one thing that we would bring up and it's like that would stick with someone though if they heard that like yeah we spent a lot of money we didn't get a lot of interaction with her but it was still great like that person that they're talking to might be a potential client and now they're gonna have that in their head so good word of mouth good client experiences are gonna go so much further than you can even dream of okay we're to our final point the fifth way to make your brand more profitable, and that is building trusted industry relationships. This is something that I think can feel really, really scary to those of us in the industry that are a little bit more introverted. Um, I love talking, clearly. I have a podcast where I talk to you in a room by myself and my dog, so I obviously can talk all day. However, talking to strangers or especially like in a group setting where it's more social, my social anxiety is off the charts. I become mute. So I understand that this idea of traditional networking can feel really, really scary to people, like terrifying. Um, but it doesn't need to be. You get to network on your own terms. Literally, you can make relationships however you see fit, whether that is internet relationships and just having DMs or calls or texts with people where you build a naturally supportive relationship. You can go to events where you network with people. You can build, you know, preferred vendor lists where you guys refer each other um, out to your clients. You can't, there's so many things that you can do, truly. So, so many things. However, your network of people within the industry is going to be huge. And so when you're thinking about building relationships, think of them twofold. One, who are the people that you like genuinely connect with? Again, don't go in with this like, well, who's booking the biggest clients? Who's going to give me the most money? Gross, disgusting. We don't need to make friends with people just because they're going to bring us more money. That's really icky way to live. Again, if that's your thing, probably not the podcast, the sphere for you. Um, but identify people within the industry that like seem to have the same values as you seem to have the same passions as you seem to care about similar things that you do have clients that you think you would also get along with really well. Start building relationships with them naturally, even if that's just sliding into the DMs, sliding into the comments, letting them know how much you love your work, asking them if you can take them to coffee. And then that leads me to twofold. Think of how you can show up for them first. I think this is one of the ickiest things <laughs> with networking that can happen is people get into the zone of like, what can they do for me? What can they do for me? What can they do for me? Again, ick. I hate it. It's really gross. It doesn't need to be like that. Um, 
I want you instead to take this approach of like, I really like this person. I really like their work. I think we have similar values. How can I help them? How can I show them that like, I want to build a genuine relationship with them that like, yes, will lead to money, will lead to bookings. But don't let that be like the only reason you talk to people. Um, Think of ways that you can be like, can I, you know, take some headshots of you? Can I like, can we go to the, can I treat you to coffee? Like, I would love to just connect. Um, Can I, you know, like, I don't know, whatever it is that you like to do. I always go straight for like, photos like I love photographing other creatives so it's really easy and fun for me to be like hi would you ever like to hang out like I would love to like even just come and take some Polaroids of like you doing your craft and like working on your stuff or like just connect with you in any sort of way maybe we can go on a photo walk whatever it is I don't know where you live I don't know what the hobbies are but like build a network of people where like you know, you like them. It sounds obvious, but like people that you would genuinely be friends with and that you want to have in your corner. This is such a powerful thing in an industry where a lot of us are self-employed and, you know, it can get lonely. We don't have coworkers most of the time. And so you get to have this like beautiful network of people that not only help you with your bookings, but fulfill your life, both personally and professionally. Um, People that you can talk through when you need help, people that you can help when they need help. And that's such a beautiful thing. Um, And it's also just lovely to build a network of people that then you get to work with repeatedly right if you build these genuine beautiful connections you get to almost have this sense of like co-workers and trust that not everyone has because you'll get to work with those people repeatedly all right you guys so that concludes our five ways to make your brand more profitable running with them back from the top um we have one separating yourself from competition two using your personality to sell use your accounts like a personal account for real three building a trusted brand experience before they pay you before they're even your customer which leads us to four client experience and making it personal to you and five building beautiful and genuine network relationships that is everything for today's episode you guys as always please 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 it would mean the absolute world if you would be willing to leave us a review if this resonated with you or you like this episode please take a screenshot share it on your stories tag us show us the things you wrote down literally nothing brings me more joy in this lifetime no my dog but next to that loves to listen to the podcast it makes me so happy so please share subscribe leave us a review it's so helpful it means so much on the podcast and next week i will see you for literally one of the most beautiful episodes ever we are talking comparison fatigue with ellie mckinney it's such an amazing episode i loved it so so much so don't forget to tune in next week for our episode with her and we'll see you then 